Welcome to Men Alive, a biblical journey to help us conform to the image of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks. Our teacher is my longtime friend, Dr. Jim Cunningham, consultant in adult education and director of Go Teach Global. Dr. Jim. Paul, when you reflect on changes in our culture over the past 50 years, what comes to mind? I can remember, Jim, as a boy when my father was a pastor. It was a shock to the church if a Christian girl became pregnant before she was married. Agreed. It was also a shock if a husband committed adultery and a couple got a divorce. Not so today. We seem to accept divorce and living together as unmarrieds as the new normal. But now the laws of our countries are changing to permit activities to be deemed legal in the land that remain a sin in the eyes of God. It staggers the mind to think that worldwide there are over 125,000 abortions a day. Over 5,000 babies murdered every hour. That would be like 16 Boeing 787 Dreamliner airplanes crashing into a mountain every day. The mind cannot comprehend the loss of brain power, scientific geniuses, artists, and inventors whose lives are snuffed out each day. Perhaps the cure to cancer was held in the DNA of one aborted child who would have saved millions of lives gone in an abortion. Now we also have euthanasia, where we fail to respect the elderly but put them to sleep so they won't suffer. We all know the real reason is to save money for medical treatment. And we have legalized sodomy and created a whole alphabet to describe sexual options that have replaced being male or female. One airline in Canada stopped welcoming passengers by saying, ladies and gentlemen, because it was too offensive to those who were neither. My wife Rita's response was a classic. Everyone on that airplane is a lady or a gentleman, or is wanting or trying to become one. Our wives do have a way of cutting to the core and reveal illogical thinking. So now we have a whole group of men who want to change their gender. Not happy being a man, they want to cut off their penis, take estrogen shots, grow breasts, and be a so-called woman. The head of a medical association said if you cut off a healthy arm or a healthy leg, it is called mental illness. But if you cut off a healthy penis or a healthy breast, it's called being trans. She was fired from her job for making that announcement. Stick around, men. Apart from a divine intervention by a holy God in answer to our prayers, we're headed for more clashes between cultural demands and God's commands. In Ezekiel 14, God is speaking to the prophet about the idolatry in the land and how he plans to judge the nation. It's an amazing passage. God identifies Noah, Daniel, and Job and says things are so morally bad that even if these three righteous men were alive, they would only be able to save themselves, not even their family. Paul, can you read chapter 14 for us? I know it's a wee bit long, but it needs to be heard by our listeners. Ezekiel writes, Then this message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, suppose the people of a country were to sin against me, and I lifted my fist to crush them, cutting off their food supply, sending a famine to destroy both people and animals. Even if Noah, Daniel, and Job were there, their righteousness would save no one but themselves, says the Sovereign Lord. Or suppose I were to send wild animals to invade the country, 
kill the people, and make the land too desolate and dangerous to pass through. As surely as I live, says the Sovereign Lord, even if those three men, Noah, Daniel, Job, were there, they wouldn't be able to save their own sons or daughters. They alone would be saved, but the land would be made desolate. Or suppose I were to bring war against the land, and I sent enemy armies to destroy both people and animals. As surely as I live, says the Sovereign Lord, even if those three men were there, they wouldn't be able to save their own sons or daughters. They alone would be saved. Or suppose I were to pour out my fury by sending an epidemic into the land, and the disease killed people and animals alike. As surely as I live, says the Sovereign Lord, even if Noah, Daniel, and Job were there, they wouldn't be able to save their own sons or daughters. They alone would be saved by their righteousness. Now this is what the Sovereign Lord says. How terrible it will be when all four of these dreadful punishments fall upon Jerusalem. War, famine, wild animals, and disease, destroying all her people and animals. Yet there will be survivors and they will come here to join you as exiles in Babylon. You will see with your own eyes how wicked they are, and then you will feel better about what I have done to Jerusalem. When you meet them and see their behavior, you will understand that these things are not being done to Israel without cause. I, the Sovereign Lord, have spoken. Dr. Jim shared with me that he's had contact with men in a variety of life roles. Many shared concerns, fears, frustrations, and challenges at accepting the common changes imposed by aging and the confusing changes within one's culture. Some felt so exhausted by the changes, they just wanted everything to stop and return to normal. The shifting roles in the traditional family make it problematic for young men to find competent role models. Most, if not all, of men's life roles are learned from other males who become their model. It is his and my belief that the most significant male role model for any man is Jesus of Nazareth, Son of God. We also believe that the Bible teaches principles a man might apply in fulfilling his primary life roles. That's what makes men alive. You are listening to Men Alive with Dr. Jim Cunningham of Go Teach Global. Ezekiel chapter 14 that you read for us, Paul, is a powerful passage. In history, the four punishments fell upon Jerusalem as promised by God. War, famine, wild animals, and disease, destroying all her people and animals. In the book of Revelation chapter 6, God again promises that he will judge the earth in the last days with war, famine, wild animals, and disease. God is still looking for righteous men who will obey his commands. Consider the lives of Noah, Daniel, and Job. Noah was a righteous man. He lived in an era when the world was filled with unrighteous people, wicked lifestyles, and ungodly behavior. Yet Noah obeyed God and followed his commands. He built an ark as commanded by God, spent 100 years preparing for the flood, and was only able to save his immediate family of three sons and their wives. But this time, things are so bad, the Lord says, they wouldn't be able to save their own sons or daughters. They alone would be saved. That's how bad it must have been. Daniel was a righteous man. 
taken captive as a young teen to the land of Babylon among unrighteous people, wicked lifestyles, and ungodly behavior. Yet Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the lifestyle of the Babylonians. Daniel obeyed God, followed his commands, and served God all his life. Job was a righteous man. So unlike the unrighteous people, wicked lifestyles, and ungodly behavior around him, Satan chose Job for a test to prove God was not righteous and was protecting Job from any harm. Yet Job passed the test. In spite of losing everything this world offered, wealth, family, respect, Job refused to curse God. Job obeyed God and followed God's plan for his life. And although not mentioned in the passage, there was another righteous man named Lot who followed God in a culture where there was unrighteous people, wicked lifestyles, and ungodly behavior. So much so that God had to intervene and deliver him from Sodom before the Lord destroyed the town. We are also living among unrighteous people, wicked lifestyles, and ungodly behavior. So, Jim, are we like a Noah in a world about to be judged? Are we like a Daniel in a Babylonian pagan culture? Are we like a Lot living in a hedonistic Sodom? Or are we like a Job faithful to God unto the end, even if we lose our material possessions and those we love the most. How should we view our culture today? In many ways, we are more like the Apostle Paul living in the Roman Empire. Rome was an advanced civilization that basically ruled the then-known world, yet the Romans demanded allegiance to Caesar, no one else. Christians believe Jesus is Lord, so the Romans were persecuting Christians and putting to death those who would not swear allegiance to Caesar. Yet they live victorious lives in full faith, trust, and obedience. Each year, the Ministry of Open Doors produces what is called the World Watch List, 50 countries where Christians experience severe persecution. You and I, Paul, have visited Christians in these countries. We've met brothers and sisters in Christ who walk humbly with God in spite of opposition, discrimination, intimidation, and mistreatment. As it says in Revelation 12:11, they triumphed over him, Satan, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. This is our challenge. And that is our goal today, men, like Noah, Daniel, and Job, wherever we live, to walk in obedience and righteousness, even if it means we lose everything, including our life, for obeying Christ's teachings. There you have it, men. Whatever the culture, whatever the conditions, our calling is to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ until we see him face to face, which may be sooner than we think. Steve Wilson of Focus on the Family writes, Men need help. That's the cry I hear in my ministry role. For the past years, Dr. Jim has been a mentor to me. I've seen his heart's passion for helping men in all cultures to be a biblical man. It is a treat to see an older brother take time to share biblical insights gained from his 50-plus year marriage to Rita, lessons gained as a lifelong learner and disciple of Jesus Christ. Pastor Peter Matenge from Nairobi, Kenya says, Men are missing in leadership in our culture. Women, wives, mothers, and daughters 
are giving the predominant leadership role in the home and church. Men need practical help and courage to graciously accept and lovingly fulfill their biblical roles. Dr. Jim's book has given us biblical insights and an understandable framework for this to begin. This book, Men Alive, Conforming to the Image of Jesus Christ, written by Dr. Jim Cunningham, is available on Amazon.com and at GoTeachGlobal.com. For a printed copy or a PDF of this program's teaching, or with any questions you may have, contact Dr. Jim by sending your email to menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. That's menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. Men Alive is a production of Go Teach Global. For more information, visit our website at www.goteachglobal.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks, on behalf of Dr. Jim Cunningham, encouraging you to be men alive, conform to the image of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm.